Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Joel Rullier. How are you, Joel? I'm good. Yourself? Excellent. So happy to have you on the show. We're honored. I want you to kind of explain everything, where, what you're up to right now, nowadays, and the company that you have, have started. Okay. So um, uh, I am now in uh, uh, real estate investment, commercial real estate. Uh, I have a team uh, of four brokers, uh, one assistant, one research, one social media. Um, and what we do is we do private investment from different asset class, from multi-residential to land development site to retail. We're dealing with private money. We also deal with financing uh, and different banks and, and private financing. So it, it's like basically you buy land and then you commercialize it and then you sell it? Is that how it works? No, not really. It's uh, either we, uh, we find lands that are, um, I guess, call it virgin, that, can, that has the potential to be developed uh, into either multi-residential or, or strip malls, and, and we sell uh, the lands based on potential that we can put together. So does this include like custom home building as well? Not really home. Uh, I would say anything that's, uh, that's uh, probably above 30 apartments. Oh, very uh, good. So, so every, anything that you can go vertical uh, in that sense, multi-residential, you can build vertical towers. That's what we, we, we look at. And which, which areas predominantly? Is it mostly in Canada, U.S.? Yeah, it's, it's, it's in Montreal. It's mostly in, in Canada and Montreal downtown. Uh, we have uh, still a few clients in the States, uh, you know, considering my background. So we have clients in the States. We have got clients in Montreal. We have clients in Toronto, uh, still clients in Miami. So we do, uh, but our, our base client is, is really the, uh, in Montreal, Quebec. Very good. You know, it's so exciting to see this amazing outcome that you created in your life. And you mentioned that because of your background, I want to get into, because you are a celebrity. So let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about how you got into everything. So how do I get into real estate? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, from so. the, we can talk about like from your, your sports career and then. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I, um, I was drafted by the LA Kings uh, in '98. Uh, uh, well, back now, <laughs> um, I was 17 at the time. Uh, moved. I signed my first pro contract with the Kings when I was 19. Oh. Moved to the States uh, when I was 19. I played in the States uh, on and off uh, in the States probably for like I would say nine years, nine ten years. After that, I went to Europe. Played in Switzerland, Finland, Russia. And then when I retired, I had uh, I had bought a back then an apartment and a condo in New York when I had signed with the Rangers. Uh -huh. um, and um, I had decided to go back to, uh, to school uh, in New York, which I did finance uh, with with called a bachelor in real estate. And I was I started working as a, as a broker in New York, commercial broker. So if you could. Uh, at the time, I, I didn't have uh, $100, 200 million dollars to uh, compete with all the, the, the big guys from New, from New York. So I figured if I'd be uh, in front of the product first, 
uh, I could put it together and, and go see some of my friends, investors, and, and, and do some projects like that. But then I kind of fell in love with the brokerage, you know, uh, the deal, the deal junkies, and, and, and the excitement about doing the deals that uh, I kind of stick to it. Uh, in terms of brokerage, but I have brokerage. I have some real estate on my own. We have also, uh, uh, we're starting a company of private lending. So we have different arms from the business. The goal is to, you know, make money when you sleep. So uh, that's, uh, yes. that's, uh, that's exactly what uh, we're, we're positioning ourselves to do. That's excellent. That, that's always a, a beautiful ambition yeah. to earn <laughs> money while sleeping. So, you mentioned private money, right? So right. if there's somebody, you know, for example, working in a job, they're looking to do a side hustle, they want to do something to provide more for their family. Um, is there an opportunity for someone like that to be part of this? So not right now. Uh, uh, we're, um, we're the, the future of it is we're working on doing a fund where uh, people like you just mentioned that are hard worker, they have a little bit of money saved, but not enough to go yes. and buy their own and they don't have the expertise necessary mm-hmm. that, um, uh, to be able to take that money and, and guarantee uh, some sort of return on it and invest in real estate through our fund. Uh, that's something that we are uh, looking into uh, in, the, in, the fu- in the near futures. Very good. Yeah, I think that would be a really good opportunity for someone with no experience that just wants to get involved in, in real estate that you could actually help people, you know, earn money. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. and but for now, are we looking at major groups that could be part of you? Like, how does that private money work? So, so we let's say we uh, we are we find a land uh, uh, an owner that has a, this land that he can build 300 units. We uh, we have a list of, of developers that we know that uh, have the capacity to build such a building, purchase the land, cash, and build on it. Because a lot of the conventional banks don't finance on on mm-hmm. land; they only finance on on construction loans or or final product. So it's, it's, it's a particular niche. You need to, to find someone that can afford uh, buying the land for 10, 12, 14 million dollars and then uh, go get his financing and, and his bridge loan. And, and so we have those contacts. By, by private, I'm, I'm meaning um, it's, it's people, own, it's their own money. It's not a corporation. I'm not dealing with oh, okay. uh, that have to report to the board and the board says yes or nay. Uh, I'm talking with directly with the decision maker. Uh, so if he says yes, it's yes. I don't have to, you know, hopefully get an answer later. So that's what I meant by private money. Very good. And so have you seen, uh, um, has it been in a positive way or a negative way since COVID came into our lives? Has it, what, it, how has it affected your business? So, so I'm fortunate enough that the asset class that I specialize in, uh, which is land for residential and apartment buildings, are still as hot or as attractive as pre-COVID because people still need to live in apartments. They still need to rent. Um, so uh, it, it didn't affect my, my business all that much. I would say it slowed down a little bit, but... but uh, not enough. It's just that we have to work a little harder now 
to make it happen than than before. The market was so hot that that as soon as you were going to market, you would have 10, 12 offers uh, coming in. Now it's like, okay, we have to find the people. We have to convince them. We got to find the financing. It's 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 a bit harder, but it's still uh, it's still a lot of activity. Thank God. Still uh, activity. That's good. But don't you uh, do you find better deals now because of it? Like do you? No. No, unfortunately or fortunately, I think because of the subsidies, because of the government has has stepped in uh, and helped uh, a lot of the people with their businesses. There's not a lot of I would say. Besides restaurants, unfortunately, or, or gyms and stuff like that, not a, a ton true. of business bleeding at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I guess so. The owners are still getting uh, rent, and the rent is still paying the mortgage. So therefore, there's, there's not not a ton of deals out there um, because of the the support that uh, we've been getting. Uh, if the support wouldn't be there, I would say yes, there will be a lot of uh, potential deals because. You know, the, the day that your tenants don't pay the rent, you can't pay the, the mortgage. That's where you have to sell your property. That's, therefore, that's where you, you get deals, right? So um, it's, uh, we didn't reach that point yet. Yet, Thank God for, for everyone. Yeah, thank God. Um, but but uh, in terms of deals, they, they haven't built uh, tons of deals out there. There's still a disconnection between the, the purchaser wanted a deal and the vendors want to give a deal. So... We're not there yet in the, on the market. Mm. So just to clarify, there's no real opportunity right now for any entrepreneur to be part of, of what you're doing, but in the future there will be. Yeah, so, so smaller entrepreneur, uh, you know, looking to invest money in a fund and obtaining a return, not necessarily managing the real estate. It's not existent with me now, but that's part of our future. That's good, yeah. That's excellent. And any other kind of business ventures that you're going into from, from real estate or? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, like uh, we just started to lend some money on the private side. Okay. Um, I own also some multi-residential doors myself. Uh, I'm getting into a development site with, with partners as well. So I'm, I'm doing from, you know, I used to just bought old stock, uh, old multi-residential sort of like, you know, put it some lipstick on it and then increasing the rent. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I'm doing a venture where we're going to start from the ground up, which, you know, on the private side, it's exciting. It's something new that I'm learning, right? So, so mm-hmm. it's really, uh, uh, it's not a huge part of my business, but it's something that I like to learn new stuff. So uh, it's interesting to me to see from the ground up how we can build and, and, and how can we create something a new building and, and how to go from financing to being having a built that piece of dirt that has a building on it with, with mm-hmm. apartments and that, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you manage the day-to-day stuff? Like do you have a team that manages the rent and property managers? So you we, have that we, don't, we don't yet. We have, uh, we have someone that does it for us, uh, but one, one, uh, myself and a partner on the team, uh, we have family members that are um, have done that in the past, and we're creating our own management team as well. well that's so, good. 
essentially it will be a one-stop shop. You want to buy a building, you want financing on it, we can help you with the financing. You want somebody to manage it, we can help you with the management. You need, uh, you know, uh, anything that you would need during a transaction, no re or we can help from, from A to Z. That's excellent. So if there's, is there any kind of, you know, a recommendation or advice you can give anyone that's looking to get into real estate? Um, in my experience, uh, location, location, location is, is the most important thing in terms of, of real estate. We have a saying that over time in real estate, something ugly can always turn into something pretty. Mm. So if it's well located, uh, even if you overpaid for it, eventually you're going to do well with it. So, so I think, uh, yeah, location, do your study before, you know, uh, due diligence, inspect the building, don't cut through your corners on it because it costs you five, six, seven thousand dollars to get an inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the inspection, go through, uh, go through the due diligence and do it properly, making sure that, uh, that the building is in, in a good shape, knowing that you don't have to invest a certain amount of money within the next few years. Like, or if you do prepare yourself for it, like, don't just buy a building to buy a building, you know? So hire the right professional to do your due diligence. Make sure you do your homework. Absolutely. And, and, and I have to say that I say, I'm not smart enough. I hire somebody that's smarter than me, <laughs> right? So don't be cheap on that. Yeah. You know, get your professionals in place. So uh, I see that you have accomplished so much, Joe. So how, how was like growing up and like you went into you know major league hockey and then and then now doing what you do now how was your mindset growing up like were you did you have any guidance or like how did you get how did you accomplish all these things i think i come from a i call it from a background where where you know my 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 dad was an immigrant you know i've seen poverty if you want to call it mm-hmm. uh, so my guts and my ambition comes from humble starts and Good. wanted to offer more uh, to my family and take my discipline comes from that from my parents mm. uh, you know I, I, and, and being in sports such as, as a young age uh, teaches you also discipline and the willingness of, 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 of winning and playing as a team and, and, and it teaches you all the right uh, in my opinion all the right strategies for life and I, I applied when, when I started I stopped hockey I kind of applied the same system to my to my business life and uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we grew, grew so fast that's amazing when did you start sports what age um, I played uh, I played some um, soccer when I was young, coming from an immigrant background, uh, and, and my neighbor was playing hockey as well, and he, in the same soccer team, and I think he brought me to hockey, I was a bit later, because, well, later for Canadian, right? Yeah. Uh, because nobody in my family knew how to skate, or, yeah. or any of that, so I, I believe I started hockey around eight years old. Oh. Uh, which, which typically, you know, kids here, they start skating at around four or five years old, right? So yes. I was a bit behind, but my passion and my willingness to want to achieve took over and, and made me progress pretty fast into my, what I called it, my first love in hockey. Yes. Right? That's excellent. It's beautiful because my son, he plays for rep basketball. 
Right. Um, and he's, we put him in because we noticed he's big. So right. when he was around eight, we said, you know what, let's just put him in. And we just started trying him out very, you know, he wasn't that good with the ball, eyeball, you know, coordination. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of personal training with him and, and all that kind of stuff. Now he's 13. He plays rep because of COVID, you know, there's, there's restrictions. Uh, but we we're hoping it's going to be good because you know it, it, it you're so right it adds so much discipline the yeah. kind of stuff that he's going through is is so good for his future even if he doesn't make it it's still good for his his overall yeah I agree to that the discipline that it teaches you the team spirit uh, a team working all in the same direction I think if you ask a lot of the pros what they miss from the game after when they retire, it's not necessary, you know, the game itself, but the camaraderie and, mm. and the, the goals and the, the competitions uh, as a team, uh, you know, I, I, that's what I miss the most. And, and I mm. created a little bit about the same thing, but with my team here, which that's why I felt in love with, with real estate. The competition is really high. You're as mm. good as your last deal. Uh, we work as a team. You know, so, so um, yeah, the discipline from sports definitely teaches you good value for the life, for, for life as well. For sure, for sure. I agree 100%. And for do you keep in touch with any of those players that you used to play with? Yeah, uh, uh, of That's course. Nice. I, mean, I mean, a lot of them are, are now retired as well. Yeah. Uh, we go for it to have a couple beers here and there. And, and <laughs> you know. Uh, talk about the good old the good good old days. Good old but, days. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm also very busy with with my new businesses, right? So so it's uh, it's good. It's good. I, I get new focus. I, I'm, I don't miss my old life because of my my called it second love, uh, second career, uh, um, and, and I'm so driven and it's going to the right direction that it's like it keeps me busy and. And I, and I do miss the camaraderie and all this stuff, but, you know, I, I moved on to something yeah. better and bigger. Yes, of course, of course. So we always like to ask our guests before I let you go, we always like to ask them, what do you feel your inner superpower is? What got you to this point? I think my biggest, one of my biggest assets would probably be knowing what I'm weak at and using the right tool to turn these weaknesses into something strong. Good. Uh, so... I don't lie to myself. I know when, when something is not going well and that I'm not good, I figure out I figure out why, who can help me, and I'm not afraid to spend some money to make my yes. higher coach or, or, yes. or to go get the right tools to be better at that. Uh, so, so that's probably one of my end discipline, obviously, but like everybody has discipline. But but uh, I think the fact that I'm, I'm pretty honest with myself, I don't yes. like myself and I don't believe myself, like, I think that's one of my strong points. That's amazing. I, I, I like that quality because the more honest you are with yourself, the more you could change your outside world. 100%. Because, you know, if you're not honest with yourself and you have like some kind of ego or something, yeah. it's only going to get in the way. So that is a really, that I would agree. It is a, a good superpower to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to thank you to be on the show. Um, my pleasure. Yeah, we'll put all your information in the show notes. And for anybody that wants to get in touch with you, they can. Yeah, um, I, mean, uh, I have a website at joerulier.com. 
Mm-hmm. Um, very easy to reach, and, and it's my pleasure to be on your show uh, anytime. If you, if you want me again, I'll be more than happy to come back. Thank you so much for being thank on the show. So and uh, uh, thank you, Joe. Thank you.